Today, the 4th of August 2021, is a painful day for the whole of Lebanon, and more particularly for its capital Beirut. For it was one year ago to the day that a huge, dreadful explosion ripped through the port of Beirut and resulted in 200 people dying, about 6,500 injured and roughly 300,000 displaced. And yet, a year later, are we any clearer as to this explosion? Actually, two explosions, but the second one was really the awful one. I don't think we are any clearer today. How much ammonium nitrate blew up on that day? In an article that Michael Young uh, wrote uh, for Carnegie Middle East Center, he suggested that if all the ammonium nitrate stored had blown up, then it would have been kingdom come for a lot of people living in Beirut. So who are the culprits? whether internal, domestic, or external, regional. Why was the ammonium nitrate stored there for so many years? What was its destination? Was there a destination? Why is it that for one year not a single satellite image or photo has been shown or leaked about this explosion? Surely, Something is available there. Is it true what I heard then and what I hear now in Lebanon, that a plane was hovering above the port in the skies when that explosion ripped through the port? Why is there such a deafening silence, such a deadening silence of this horrible event? Why is it that politicians stand up and say, oh yes, we must lift immunities, we must be transparent, justice will prevail, uh, we will know the facts, and yet, behind those public statements, nothing. It's almost like everybody who is in the know does not want anybody else, in other words, the majority of the Lebanese and the world, to know what really happened on that dreadful day exactly one year ago. Now, this secrecy, this lack of clarity, this lack of uh, freedom of expression is not unusual for much of the Arab world. We know it, you know it, and I know it. But Lebanon has always had an exceptionalism to it. It's always been a country that is somewhat different, where you can speak your mind out. And yet, that is not what I see today, one year since this explosion. Could it be that, as Rami Khouri wrote recently, that Lebanon has joined the queue of all other Arab countries where there is impunity, where there is authoritarianism, where there is violence and the clubbing of politicians 
to the detriment of the people, men and women alike? I don't know. But what I do know is that the situation is dreadful. And there have been so many efforts to try and move forward, to introduce reforms, to open that Pandora's box and let all those secrets come out. Because you have to start from somewhere if you really want to exercise reform. Some people have been asking, will the growing trend towards formal mobilization and coalition building that is, for instance, spearheaded by Lebanon's newly formed independent political parties, student unions or professional syndicates, those people who have won elections recently, will they point the way forward? Lina Khatib, uh, the head of the Middle East at Chatham House, wrote something to this effect as well. Will they be able to implement the changes that uh, are so necessary? Again, I don't know. So there is all that secrecy, almost the conspiracy of intrigues across the whole political uh, spectrum. The lack of transparency, the fact that this silence feeds into the conspiracy theories hither thither. But Today, when there are so many sit-in protests, when people are going to come together to try and raise their voices, when people are going to say enough is enough, when people are going to use so many mantras, we stand with Beirut, uh, killhom yani killhom, which in my books means kilna yani kilna. All these people the church leaders, the NGO people, they're all going to have a say. And today I stand in solidarity with them, with every single one of them. Many of them are actually friends of mine, and others I know through a long professional career. I stand in solidarity with them, but I also stand in pain with them. I also feel their pain, although I'm not Lebanese, because if it had happened to me, to my friends, to my family, to my city, I would have expected others to say, no, this is not acceptable. This cannot just be muffled, because we don't want to know what happened. So, a word, a thought, a prayer for all those people in Beirut today who are commemorating, who are recalling this one-year anniversary of this dreadful explosion. And as uh, Reverend Dr. Paul Haidostian, the president of Haigazian University, in the heart of Beirut, in Al-Hamra, said yesterday in an interview he had with a couple of evangelical pastors, he said, there is life after death. But you know what? The unfortunate thing is that at the moment, if you ask the majority of the Lebanese, they say, with cynicism, with skepticism, with pain and irony, what life?
I hope they're wrong. And I stand with them today.